Welcome to Agent Beauty, the podcast. I am your host, Kelly Tomlinson Pollock, joined by my co-host, Benjamin Pollock. Hello. Hello. Hello, Benjamin. How's it going? I am. I'm great. How are you? Good. I'm good. (laughs) Um, It is our last podcast that we're releasing for 2023. Yes. What a year. What a year. We started this project a long time ago. Yes, we did. Like at the beginning of the year. So It was 200 years ago today. I am thrilled that we're finally getting these episodes out. You know, yes. it has it has been a year. It has been an insane year. And, uh, it most certainly has. Wow. I'm just, I'm thrilled to be moving into 2024 right. and uh, just want to say a quick thank you. We've gotten a ton of amazing feedback. We have. I know a lot of people are listening. A lot of people are loving. Yes, that's all, right. All of the insights and everything that we've brought to you guys so far. We have a lot more to come mm-hmm. in the new year. Um, but first, to wrap out the year, we're going to end it with our interview with our hairstylist, Dominic Pucciarello. Dominic Pucciarello. Dom. Love Dom. Yes. Um, he uh, is based in New York. We actually caught him uh, when he was about to fly back home from a big ad shoot he was doing out here in L.A. But um, he has a great story. He, and a great body. He's yes. a work actor. Yes. <laughs> you said it. I did. Well, you know, I'm, yes. I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay with my masculinity. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, and he's just so much fun. I mean, him and his husband, Michael, we could hang out with them all day long for days adore them yes um but he he grew up in a salon his family owned a salon um so he literally worked his way up from a tiny you know family salon in new jersey all the way to being one of the go-to guys for victoria's secret the american story when it was really the heyday of victoria's secret victoria's secret yes Yes. oh my goodness traveling the world doing anything and everything with all those girls so it's really a fantastic story and i love that he came on and shared that with us um he also is currently a spokesperson for the brand true botanicals right uh so he's the first one we've brought on that's really been able to speak to you know having a contract it, right. that's, um, you know, more than just a one-off, you know, mm-hmm. being a spokesperson, he was in their commercial earlier this uh, year. Fabulous commercial. With Brooke Shields. Yeah. Yeah. It was incredible. So he, he shared a little bit about that. And also we got into talking about what it means to maintain um, a bi-coastal agency relationship right. because he lives in New York or here. Um, it can, you know, get complicated on occasion. It's yes. never been complicated for us. And, you know, there is a, a really great way to make that work. Right. And it is a thing. It is a thing. Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, we are TMGLA, but we actually have quite a robust uh, New York roster right. as well. So right. um, it, it was great to, to speak to that. I mean, it's easy enough to do when you have a five-year-old because I'm up at 5 a.m. anyway. I basically <laughs> right. live on New York time anyway. Yes. Um, so uh, without further ado. Yeah. Uh, excited to present to you guys our interview with Dom. All right, today we are lucky enough to be here all the way from New York with Dominic Pucciarello, one of our very fabulous hairstylists on the TMG roster. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Um, Thank you for sending the private jet. I give to any time, the TM, TMG Air. Yeah. The TMG LA Air. Yes, yeah, yes. Totally. So wonderful to have you. I know you've just been all over the place in Palm Springs doing fabulous editorials and all that stuff. So glad we could get you before you go back home. Mm-hmm. So I want to start, first of all, by just diving into a little bit about how you got started in your career. How, what inspired you to want to do hair in the first place? Okay. So my mom 
was it, my, I come from a family of hairstylists, hairdressers. Amazing. My mom owned a salon from, you know, before I was born. Basically, I was... In New Jersey, in right? In New Jersey. In New Jersey. Yeah, I was basically born in the salon. In a hair salon in New Jersey. Yes. My mom is 81 and still works. Amazing. Still, she still owns ju- the salon. She just got rid of the salon. Wow. Like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Only because the landlord started to be a bully to her and wanted to raise the rent because, you know, everybody gets greedy. Sure. Yeah. So she... Um, closed the salon and then my aunt owns the property and owns another salon in like the next town over but mm-hmm. had the back space and was like you can we'll merge salons that's amazing yeah and okay. she's yeah. like during covid she was like i never not want to work again like tie me to the chair right. which in hindsight is great because it gives her something to do yeah, yeah, yeah. We could all be so lucky yeah. to be 81 and still being other, in love with what we do. Totally. The other, I, I got a funny story. Okay. The other day she called me and she's like, you know, Aunt Kathy, the new clients that are coming in, she's not really recommending me for new clients. And she's like, Drama. like but it's, but it's, <laughs> but she's got to recommend the clients to her staff. Right. Right. Like. She's but, got to work her way up. But I live yeah. that she's like, I'm not getting new clients. She's so upset. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So you basically were just thrown into it. So as I was into it and I grew up in the hair salon and I, you know, I used to work when I was seven, sweeping the floors, doing the reception, all the things. Classic story. Shampoo, the classic story. Yeah. And then, but I was also a gymnast from like age seven till sophomore in high school. And well, I thought that still I- still today. Right. Sort of, kind yeah. of. <laughs> but like not as, not as intense, right? Sure. Like, okay. So now I like to just show off like the things that I sure. can do. Anyone curious can just go on Instagram at and 75. check it out. Yeah, right. He's 75. <laughs> yeah. 75. 75 years old. Yeah. So um, after I, I wound up getting hurt, sophomore year, I thought I was like going to the Olympics and going to college and all this stuff. And right. then I didn't know what to do after it because I got hurt, fear kicked in, and I was like, now what? Right. And my mom, after I graduated high school, I thought I wanted to be a fashion buyer. I went to FIT for one semester and I was like, mm-hmm. no, not yeah. for me. And then my mom was like, why don't you go to beauty school just to get a trade? Yeah, as a backup. She was like, because this way, wherever you go, you can work. Mm -hmm. And then I figured if I was going to do it, because we lived in this town called Montclair, which is about 30 minutes out of New York City. Right. I figured if I was going to do it, do it the right way, do the apprenticing. Because back then, it wasn't, there was no Instagram. It was, you actually had to pay your dues. Yes. You had to like learn, stand behind somebody, think before they were before they act like you had to be like the consummate you had to be yeah like you had to you had to do the job you had to train yeah Yeah. and I went to this place well I wanted to go to Frederick Fakai but they didn't they didn't hire me but on my walk to Frederick Mm Fakai there was a salon called Warren Tricomi on 57th street everybody's heard of them yeah Edward Tricomi um this fantastic guy named Italo Gregorio who did basically created the Victoria's Secret wave right yeah yeah. And then um So you trained under him. Trained under him, trained mm-hmm. under Edward, which I learned amazing like haircutting techniques that people don't do. Like right. he's he was known for like Edward scissor hands. Right. There were times that it was like Insane. stop cutting. Yeah. Like <laughs> what are you doing? But yeah. in his head, like he was just a pure genius, like right. artist all the way. And then this woman named Idris Nichols, who was like this fantastic, you know, she was just a strong woman. Right. Um, she was from St. Vincent and she was like, she just, she, that's how I learned relaxers, extensions, sewing extensions. Like I got, I got such a wide range of 
training. Well, and how long did you spend actually doing that? Because I feel like the value of that is kind of lost on a lot of people today. Like the value of just training under somebody for a long period of time. How many, how much, how many years did you spend doing that? Um, so there was, they had a process because at that time too, it was like the salon was cut up in, there was hair colorist mm-hmm. and then there was hair stylist. Right. I didn't do color at all. Okay. Um, I do do color now just because I know little things, but on my extensions. So if I mess up, I could just throw it in the sink where, you know, if I mess up on a client, I can't just take their head and throw it in the sink. Unfortunately, no. (laughs) Hold on. You know, so it's like, which is fun because I actually enjoy color, but so there was. Lowest takes color. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But so there's, there's a, there was a difference. And I think they had, you know, they had a, they had a a formula Mm -hmm. that worked. You had to learn how to blow dry, you know, their whole thing was like, so the salon was open on Mondays for assistants that wanted, you know, to get on the floor Okay. Yeah. because the bottom line in the salon business is the faster you can build a clientele and that chair can make money is the faster you're going to get on the floor. Right. The faster you have a clientele, the faster you're you will, yeah. will, you will get on the floor. So it was, we were, it was hustling. It was right. like, you know, there were times that I was working before work, after work, because then Idris would... You know, if the client spilled over, she would like, you know, go to this woman in the morning, go blow dry her hair mm-hmm. and then be, make sure you're going to work by nine. Right. She was booked every 15 minutes with like relaxers, blow dries, extensions. And it was like her and I used to get into it, but the training was another Next level. Next level. Yeah. yeah. And invaluable, really. Yeah. Did I answer the question? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I guess my question was how long, like, did you right. spend doing that before, okay. I guess, you had your so, own chair? So it was about two and a half to three years. Okay, yeah, so yeah. You, you paid your dues. I you paid really, my dues. You put the time in. And I was young, yeah. right? So I right. was like, I was fresh out of high school. I was basically 18. Right. I was almost like the young, one of the, well, I was the youngest one in the salon at the time, and then I was the youngest one to get on the floor. Right. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So then, I mean, you know, segue into, obviously, you've built an insane career with, you know, so many of those Victoria's Secret girls, you know, Adriana Lima, Alessandra Ambrosio, Doubts and Crows. Um, You've worked with insane photographers, David Yarrow, Stuart Shining, Patrick DeMarchelier. You know, so how does one get started down that path if you want to, you know, that high fashion type of career path? Okay, so... Or let me start over. Sorry. Did you choose that? Like that's what you wanted or you just kind of fell into that. Okay. So in my head, it was more in the lines of, it was, I I was going to, for the salon business, like I was going to be a hair, a hairstylist in the salon. Right. So you didn't didn't even know about, I didn't even know what freelance, what I had no idea about that world. Right. And then it was one of the days, um, well, it it happened twice. It was, there was this guy named, um, oh my God, Say. I think his name was Say or Kazanori. Okay. There's this hairstylist named Kazanori and he's like, I'm doing this video, music video. Mm-hmm. Will you come and assist me? Will you help? Mm-hmm. I was like, for sure. It was Ricky Martin on his comeback. Amazing. For one of the songs, oh, I forget the songs, maybe Vida La Vida Loca. And it was like, <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. And then I got to set mm-hmm. and it was a club scene. And then Ricky Martin comes walking in and I'm like, what is going on here? Right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Did like, you know it was a Ricky Martin video? Or like, I had no, no. Was what? Ricky Martin like a thing? Or Cousin yeah, Ori was really, like, oh, yeah. you're just going to help me. Like Cousin sure. Ori was like another artist that like, it was, I have to tell you, during that time too, everybody at Warren Tricomi, so talented, not 
the, the humility was there was not an ego. It, there was no ego. It wasn't, right. nobody was like, ang- everybody helped each other, complimented each other on each other's work. Like there was no, unless right. maybe I was so naive, I didn't, re- I didn't see it. But for me, I didn't, everybody was like willing to train right. and give away, give away how to properly do hair. Which is amazing. Yeah. Because I feel like when you think of this business sometimes, it feels well, like, ugh, and maybe it is more that way now. But I mean, now it's like everybody's like. Competitive. Well, I don't know if it's competitive or insecure. Yeah. Well, Instagram makes us all crazy, I think. But Instagram has yeah. <laughs> Instagram is so weird because it's like do people like I don't think I really got any business from from Instagram. Right. Yeah. Like now when I post, I'm like, what is my what is my intention? Oh, you know what? I'm going to do a topless a topless because I'm feeling a little insecure and I need an ego boost or right. like but basically I think just it posting is for like other hairstylists just to brag about what they're doing, but it's not like, right. Or like to make people, but I don't find it like, I don't know. I find it. It's very, it's, I it's a find it one. very it's, strange. It's for the me. eyeballs. That, that's, it's that, just that's getting the eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, you, you can sell that, those eyeballs to the. But can you really? Brand. Well, that's in theory. You can. <laughs> in yes. theory. And I think that's, that's what we have. So I think it yeah. was, that's what it used to be. Mm-hmm. But I think it's changed now. I don't know. I don't. Well, you know, for art, for freelance artists too, you know, a lot of celebrities or you know, reality stars or you know, depending on the type of person that you do, they do look at your Instagram probably before they look at your portfolio. So, but you know, I always tell people like I don't think you should worry so much about that because, you know, the type of women that book you aren't booking you because of your social media following. And I also think you know, you know the way that I was raised in the business was yeah. you were discretion. Supposed- well, discretion number mm-hmm. one, and almost like you are to be seen but not heard. Right. Yeah. Do you That's know what I mean? Totally like, world now. like you are, like I would never ever have stepped on anyone. Like working with Italo, like doing Victoria's Secret. Like I remember, like he basically it was when Victoria's Secret first started with the Angels. Like he was working on like Stephanie Seymour, uh, Danielle Pestanova, like yeah. Naomi Camp. Like we were doing Heidi. Like we were doing the girls before. They turned into the music video of Victoria. Do you understand? Like, right. uh, yeah. So it was like I would never ever step on his toe. Right. I was there to help him. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I remember the one of the first like Victoria's Secret fashion shows that they did, mm-hmm. which was at the Armory. It was we were they were in this little tiny room. They had all these girls in this little tiny room. It was nine hundred degrees, and we're like everyone trying to blow out, like you right. know. At the time, like the glamour, it was yeah. just like you're blowing out, and the hair is frizzing because some of the <laughs> Brazilian so girls would yeah. have like that, like coarse hair. Right. There's like you're blow drying it to give that wave, and then all of a sudden it's like, like frizzing out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was good times though. It was so yeah. fun. Which I so mean, you fun. know, in hindsight, it's yeah. so epic yeah. that you know you were there. You yeah. were kind of you know at the start of when the Victoria's Secret, Secret Angels yeah. like blew up, and because I mean you were all over the world after doing it's all of those shoots. Super right? fun. Like that's yeah. how, and, and so that's how basically that's how I started. So then yeah. it was Kazanori first to ask me to do that, and then Ito asked me to help him on a, a shoot, and it was with Adriana Lima, mm-hmm. one of the first ones. I even think Giselle came in during that time, mm-hmm. and. It just so happened that I think there was one day that Italo maybe couldn't do Adriana for something else, and she liked the way I did her hair. And so then she requested me, and then um, Carolina Korkova, and Mm -hmm. then Marissa Miller, 
Yeah. Because looking, you know, through your portfolio and through, you know, your whole history and the red carpet, like so, like all those Met Galas, like yeah. all those girls, yeah. you know, and, and amazing to think that you never even set out with that intention. It just, I, I'm just, it I was lucky you. because during that time too, I well, think. Well, you said yes to everything and put yourself You said in yes the right to place. everything. And yeah. also too, during that time, it was like testing. Everything was about testing and yeah. your book and testing and testing. And testing, I felt like was, for me, it was just, it was terrible. Yeah. It was terrible because you would get some of these new models that didn't know how to move, didn't know where their lighting was. You would get a new photographer that was like just starting out and basically they would just be shooting and taking pictures and shooting and taking pictures and you would get nothing. Right. And you would spend nine hours of just like... It's just te- you mean testing the women? Like, like, like test a test photo model. shoot. So I it's see. like they weren't necessarily going to go anywhere, but it was like to build your book. Right. And it was like... Was it helpful, do you think, in the end or... No. Is it a waste of your time where you get to practice? No, now, like looking back, of course it was, it wasn't, it was totally helpful because you They were your building blocks. They were the building blocks. You got to play. Right. You're right. Like you got to make mistakes and you got to play and you got to learn and you got to say, oh, you could do this. Oh no. You know what? This doesn't work. And you know. Right. So it's good at the time. And I think it also, I put in the hours and it also helped me think, it also helped me realize what type of stylist I want to be. Like for me, I'm, there are hairstylists that are like, they use the wigs, they are avant-garde, things are, you know, by level, this, that, the other things. Mm-hmm. Very pretty, love it. It's like fashion. I love fashion, but I'm in jeans and t-shirts. Like I'm a jeans and t-shirt guy. Right. And for me, I love when, I love that Bridget Bardot, sexy, beautiful hair. Right. That's, so that's who I am. That's your signature. That's yes, who I am. The big, sexy yeah. hair. Yeah. 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 Which Love it. You do very well. Thank you. Yes. Like Thank I, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So I also think it helped. It helped you decide what kind of stylist you want to be as well. Right. Which is important. I think it's very know important. This is what I'm gonna. Yeah. Have, the the wigs yeah. and the stuff. Yeah. Maybe not so much. Like and that's I, okay. Yeah. Like I could throw on. You know, I could. I could do a wig and stuff. Like, you know, listen. I could. Whatever you throw at me, I will do, and I can do it, and I'm, I can hang with the best of them. Sure. Right? Like, I'm not scared to, I don't go in with, like, nerves and, like, oh, no, I can't do it. It's like, we yeah. will figure it out. Like, sure. we're going to get there. Yeah. But, you know, I also know what I like and, and what doesn't, That's good what to I don't like. That's good to have a signature. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, and, the, you know, the people that, like, you gravitate yeah. to you for that reason. Yeah. So let's um, pivot just a little bit because I want to talk about the fact that you are currently under contract with True Botanicals, mm-hmm. which we love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to talk about how that came to be and what kind of work goes into being contracted by a brand. So, you know, I guess it's been about a year and a half, yeah. maybe two years since yeah. that started. So, me. yeah. How did that come about? Being a great yeah, you know, well, agent and having somebody behind you to push you and to guide you because I've right. never really well, you all met these them on years. The shoot with Brooke. I met them on the shoot with Brooke. Yeah, so right. I guess it was building a relationship, and sure. then they we were discussing. You, you know, then we started talking about they were going to come out with a hair product, and then it just it just blossomed. Like yes. we kind of yeah. worked on it. Like we, I didn't help them with the hair product, but when they came out with the hair product and they approached us and I guess because it was a relationship I built with them when I met them through Brooke. Right. You were on a shoot with Brooke right. for True Botanicals yeah. and then you met everyone there. They fell in love yeah, with you. Yeah, because they were doing face. Everything was face, it face, was face. Skin. Yeah, the, yeah. So they were launching that hair cream oil. Yeah. That's the right. hair cream oil was kind on. of like their first product for hair. And then you ended up being in the commercial. 
That's with right. Saw that commercial. Yeah. yeah. So how yeah. how was that? Did you have any aspirations to ever do anything like that? Or I know it just no. kind of came up and happened. No. I yeah. listen. I don't my think whole, you even knew you were shooting a commercial. I don't think day. I even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as I recall, I don't even think I knew I was doing the commercial. But yeah. Listen, I am. No, I'm just going with it. Right. Well, it's remarkable because if you didn't know you were shooting a commercial, you were so. You're so light and, yeah. and easy. Well, know? I think once we started, once the day started and then once we got there, then we, you know, like maybe the, like when I talked to the girls, like the day before, like, or the prep or something like that, or the the morning of, right. then I realized, oh, we're shooting we're a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> well, <and I> think, <laughs> we're in it. Like, yeah. We're here. Like, great, fun, super fun. Let's yeah. do it. Like. And you, know. you nailed it. And, and it was yeah, amazing. certainly did. I yeah. mean, they helped. The, the girl... Jana, that's like with True Botanicals, yeah. she's like a TikToker and all the things. Yeah. And so she would come up with like what to say and everything and how to say it. And right. So yeah, so that's it was kind very of, helpful. That's kind of, you know, what the deal is now. So they work, they work with you on, on social media. Like, yeah. do you come up with those ideas or you just no, are happy to almost, do whatever they want you yeah, to do? Yeah. It's at this, but at, you know, because I, I feel like I'm, I'm, you know, I, I like to talk. Yeah. <laughs> can talk forever. <laughs> yeah. And I think that they um, come up with ideas and then basically they're like, now, you know, basically her and I are like, now let's just make it crazy. Like, just go, you know, and then like yeah. put your personality into it. Right. Which mm-hmm. is difficult because I get, you know, I also am like um, an introvert. So you're not a performer. I'm not a performer, but sometimes yeah. like it's so far, knock on wood, it's they been. They got it out of you. Yeah, they got it so out of me. So they pulled it. Well, and I feel like, you know, the fact that. I mean, certainly I, we're always open to talking about contracts and stuff, but yeah. it's not like we did like set out. Like, I feel like if we were like, let's get a contract with yeah. True Botanicals, yeah. like I don't, that yeah. never would have come to be. So like often these things do just kind of evolve yeah. as the relationships evolve and like you weren't desperate in there trying to like get anything out of them. And I think ultimately they respond to that. And what's funny too is like, I think with a contract and with products, it's important that you can I, relate to the product and you like the product. Right, because the hair cream oil is amazing. Yeah, I mean it's fun. Yeah, it's it's you know it's it's a it's a it's a great product. Yeah, you know so it's like I can relate to it. You know there was also something that came a couple years ago that was like for synthetic hair extensions, and I was like I don't work with synthetic hair. Like that's not my right. Why would I? So even and then they were like, oh, you're doing the Met, and can you use the synthetic hair? And I was like, absolutely not. Like it's not. Right. It don't work out. It's not going to be a good It doesn't luck. even matter what the money is. I don't, that's not my thing. And that's not what I right. work with. Which is, you know, so respectable. And I, I just think, yeah. listen, for me, I just have to do, because I'm not going to be able to sell it. You're going to see it all over my face that it's not. That you hate it. That I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which like, is fair. You know, yeah. yeah, it's important to to stay true to what you yeah. actually believe in and what you use. And, yeah. and, and here for we me, are. For me, everybody's yeah. different. You know, yeah. someone. There's people out there that can sell it ice to an Eskimo. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I got I to gotta sell from the heart, too, which is why it's great to actually represent people like yourself that I actually love. Like, I can say wholeheartedly, like, yeah. Dom is amazing. You yeah. will not regret using him for any reason, yeah. you know? I'm, I'm still thinking about ice to an Eskimo. Is that the saying? <laughs> was yeah, no, that's but is that the saying? I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm there in the in the Arctic right now. Just, but you get it, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's I don't know good. if that's a saying now. No, it I is. I feel very Teresa Judice. No, I've heard it. <laughs> All right. Well, and so since we are an agency-based podcast, I yeah. I want to talk a little bit about our relationship. Um, 
you and I were introduced by uh, our makeup artist, Karen Mitchell. Yes, Karen. The best of the best. Yes. Um, you are in New York, though, and we are in L.A., and you and I met February 2020, which in hindsight was... The day before COVID. Hideous timing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yay, let's go, and yeah. then shut down forever. Yeah. Um, but, you know, since then, slowly but surely, yeah. we have built it back up. You're, yeah. you're working all the time. You're doing amazing things. So why would you make the decision to sign with an agent that is based in L.A.? And, you know, does, how does that work out on your end? Okay, so my previous agent, who I very, very respect and love, um, I just felt like I was, which for me, I don't necessarily need to be first option, second. So in the business, there's first option, second option, third option. Right. For those that you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't need to be first option, but I do would like to be somewhere in the vicinity One of, of where somebody choices. is like seeing, yeah. right? Sure. So I just felt like she was really close to another stylist and mm -hmm. he was getting mostly everything. And it was, I just felt like I was not going, I wasn't moving. Right. Yeah. And so, um, but at the same time, I trusted her and respected her, but, you know, and I would never want to hurt anybody, but I also wanted to do, I also thought I wanted to switch into more celebrity. Right. Because they right, were I was doing more, more models and fashion. So I wanted to do more celebrity. Right. And so I was out here for a job and Karen, Karen and I were working actually with Alessandra and I was right. just like, we were, Karen and I talk like Karen's very easy. Like she's down to earth. Like I just know Karen for a long time. Like we've went on trips together. She's great. And she was like, you have to meet Kelly. Yeah. And I was like, really? She was like, yes. And she, I think she texted you that moment. Yep. And she sent me a picture of you too. <laughs> oh, she did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you lovely. Have to meet okay. Him. Okay. I'm like, okay. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so for me in my head, I was like, all right, I will I, I was interested. Yeah. And she was like, Kelly is a hard worker. She came from, you know, she started this agency, blah, 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 boop, right. and all the things. All right. The things. She came from Star yeah. Works. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So then um I was like, if I'm gonna make this switch, first mm -hmm. of all, I wanna meet face to face. Yeah. I took a flight in the morning. You flew out here met just to meet two me. Very beautiful flattering. people for lunch. Yes. We hit it off. Yeah. yeah. And then I flew back to New York that night because this is it. Like this was the last. There's no. There's not another move. Right. <laughs> like this is around. it until I'm six feet under. Like we. I didn't know that, but okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like we are in it together. We are in it He's for the long haul. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going anywhere. Okay. Right. So like, is there is the bedroom ready for? Yes. Me? Yeah, the, the room is ready. Yeah. Like, like that was it. Like in my head, that's where I'm at. Like I don't. Right. There's people that jump from agent to agent. They're like, oh, this agent. That's not true. I know things take time. You have to build. You right. know, and of course. being maybe switching to celebrity as well. It's almost starting the career over because people mostly have their team already. Right. And here I am, like, you know, trying to make the switch over. Right. Which is going to take time. Sure. And then COVID happened. Right. Yes. And then a pandemic. And so. then a pandemic. And we were both like, but I knew in my heart yeah. that it was like, it's it's fine. Like, it'll, everything it was, it will was happen. It was an interesting time because, like, yeah. you know, I didn't know you yeah. as well as I know you now. Yeah. And it's like, are, is this still a right. thing? Like, do yeah, you like we had, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. we had to build, you know, we were starting a relationship. We had to build a relationship. Mm -hmm. For me, it doesn't matter whether you're in New York or L.A. And I think that it totally shows as well. Like, maybe the two hours in the morning when... I'm texting you in, in my head at 7 a.m., but here it's like 5. 
Yeah, but I'm up anyway. You know, you know what I mean? But I'm like, we have a young kid. Yeah, like, how come Kelly's not responding right away? Right. At 4.30. Yeah. At 4.30 in the morning. But like, in the long, in the long scheme of things, it's, it's, it's never been an issue. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, and we do have, you know, yeah. actually, I mean, in the last even couple of months, we've really bulked up the New York roster, yeah. you know, yeah. which has always been a priority for me too. And yeah. I'm glad that we can finally be like pushing that forward. Yeah. Like if I can't do it, someone else in our crew can do it. Like, right. And yeah. that's what I like about, that's what I feel like, especially in, in this agent, our, not mm-hmm. our, your agency. Thank you. <laughs> It's a family, yes. Is that we're a family. And yeah. I even like coming to the Christmas party, I felt like, again, I could be completely naive, mm-hmm. but I felt like everyone really kind of got along. Like there's no... It's a good group. There's yeah. no like... Yeah. There was humbleness. There's There wasn't like... Jealousy. I don't know. Well, we, no, you're, we you're spiked right. everyone's drink. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. why you felt that. Free cocktails yeah. oh, for three hours. Everybody's best friends. That's what that edible was for. That's what it was. Yeah. That was yeah. a piece of chocolate. Yeah. Well, so, you know, I work really hard to, I mean, look, I'm the one that has to put up with everybody mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So I certainly don't want to put up with anybody that's, you know, Super high overly jealous or high maintenance. Yeah. I mean, we're all, everyone's an artist. Everyone's got, you know, an opinion or this or that. But at the end of the day, it's... It's just the best people. And the, all and the thing you know? is, too, there's work for everybody. There's enough to go around. There's enough to go yeah. around. Maybe right. you're not, you know, like, it's just, I feel like there's. I don't believe in that lack mentality that if you get it, that means somebody else didn't. Yeah. Like, there's. Yeah. There's I, if I didn't get it, I got it. I didn't get it for a reason. And you know what? Thank God, because probably that person was like, not, we wouldn't have not been right. a good match. Or I right. think, too, that's like very important. With that the clients, mm-hmm. well, and also with the clients, like mm-hmm. being matched up with someone because you—it's a very fine line between professional and personal. I kind of get it messed up all the time mm-hmm. because I think like when you're touching somebody's head, it's like it's very personal, right? And so you also you have to get along. If the personalities don't match up, it could mm-hmm. be a really really long terrible day, right? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like we're here to make you feel and look beautiful. Right. No one's trying to sabotage. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Like this, it's fun. This is, it's not that serious. We're not, you know. 100%. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's, and that's, you know, part of my job too is being able to hopefully anticipate, like, yeah. I think this would be a good match here. Or I know they like this person. Yeah. So I could see that yeah. making sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, it's so far so good. I feel like we've, we've never had an issue with the, the time difference or the yeah. location or anything like that. So, what has it been like? Three years now, mm. four years, something yep. like that. Yeah, couldn't be couldn't be happier. Yeah, it's been me either. Yes. Um, all right. So, and let's, I think that's sorry. And I think that's ahead. very important too. Like yeah. when you are looking for an agent, or if you want to get into this business, you have to be with someone that you trust a hundred percent. Right. And you know what? Like that's because for me, I'm. Uh, it's I don't know my self worth. If it was up to me, I would work for free. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So right. it's so like, this is why you like, need a representation. This is why I, for me personally, why I need representation. Yes. 100%. It's the same is true with everyone. It's very yeah. difficult to negotiate for yourself. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to, and at the same time, I'm not going to send out like the invoices because then it's like, right. if you're working and sending the invoice and then you don't get paid, it's like, you don't. It's nice to have a business partner. It's nice right? to have a yeah. business partner. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, Oh, I lost my train of thought on that one. <laughs> like I had something good to say. And then Ben started talking. <laughs> Robin. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, my so I have one more question and then we'll just dive into like quick okay. quick questions and then we'll wrap it up. Are there any goals that you have 
that you're, I guess, probably not since you should like, take yes, it. Yes, I want to do Penelope Cruz. Yes, all right. Let's see. I would like to do Penelope Cruz. Well, no. you've done a lot of covers. Is there any, like, you know, you've done the bizarres and oh, you the Vogue's? Is there any, you know, that? Oh, that. you know what? Maybe if David Yarrow gets, like, another, like, a watch campaign or something, I would love to work with right. him. I l- really like working with David Yarrow. He's just, he's. It's beautiful pictures. He's just cool. Yeah. Like, he's cool, he's easy, and, like, he just comes with a vision where it's not. It's not chaos. It's not chaotic. Like mm-hmm. when, when you're hired, he, he already know you know that he has a plan. He knows this is what he wants. This mm-hmm. is like, it's really, it's just organized. Right. Yeah. Which is even he, he would probably be like, my shoots are not organized. But like for me, when I step in, I already know, like, I feel like I already know his vision, what he wants. Like, cause he's, he's, he will tell you like where, where he wants to go with the vision and, and then he makes the magic. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. So just, yeah, continuing relationships yeah. with, yeah. you know, amazing yeah. people like yeah. that. Uh, yeah, we had Steven Salito on uh, last Steven. week. Yeah, yeah, it was a great one. But I, I want to work with Steven. You want to work with Steven? Yeah, yeah he's I, a good I, one. I, you know, I would have to... <laughs> so there's a line. There's yeah. a line. Yeah. yeah, Marcus, I mean, Marcus, I, love, I know that there are a couple and they probably do everything together. But Marcus, just one time, let me work with your husband. <laughs> we'll make a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, but he was telling me, you know, I asked him the same question. Is there anything you still want to do? And he was just like, I just want to be healthy, you know, maintaining my health as right, a human. Yeah. Really yeah, I feel like when you get to a certain level too, like you've done it, you've done the coverage, you've done amazing things. Like just being like happy <laughs> you know, as a human, right? You know what? That's a hundred percent. That's a good one, right? That's a hundred percent right. Yeah. I tried to, and why I say this is so on this trip, I tried to organize my kit better. Like yeah. to downsize. Do you have a massive cut? <laughs> All of a sudden I put it on the weight, on the scale, like on the plane. And I think it came to like 70 pounds. And that's I was downsize. like, that's downsize. I'm yeah. like, it, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> I don't get it. And then, it, yeah. then I wonder why sometimes my back hurts, this hurts, that hurts. Right. No, it's yeah. a, it's a, I don't think anybody breaking. really understands what us artists have to really go through right. when we go to a client. Yeah. And bring our, the, like traveling, you know, we're like walking well, hair too, salons. You're lugging yeah. it up the stairs. Well, luckily, no, no. Now I have an elevator building. Okay, great. But at the time, it was a fourth floor walk up. Okay. But even like going to clients, we, you, know, oh, yeah. you don't always know true, where you're true. going. Yeah. You know, you're dragging your stuff everywhere. Yeah, if you have to go to like some brownstone and they're like, oh, we live on the, yeah. <laughs> the top floor. The you're there's, like, yeah, there's, there's no elevator, but there's like seven flights of stairs. You'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> Follow the well, that's why line. we work out, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yes. That's All right. So my, my quick questions to wrap it up. Okay. Uh, is there one can't live without beauty item? That you either need for your kit or for yourself or just... A Mason Pearson brush. A Mason Pearson brush, the classic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why is that? Just because it's the classic? Um, it's, it's actually that amazing? It's actually that amazing. Yeah. It's a brush. And I've tried the ones that like, they make like it's an imposter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's like... The cheaper one. The cheaper one or yeah. whatever. There's something about the Mason Pearson. I don't know. It just doesn't pull the hair. Every time I use it, it doesn't make it staticky. It makes it shiny and healthy. It's... It's a crate. It, I could do it. It's just a crazy brush. Right. I All love right. it. All yeah. right. I need one. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite red carpet or a favorite cover or like any, you know, one moment that stands out to you? There's one done? moment that um, Dowson Cruz was going to the Met and mm-hmm. she was going with Zach Posen. Mm-hmm. And we were, we were doing a... Um, was that the blue dress? The blue dress. Yes. And they shot that, like Vogue got it where it was just like on the whole... It, 
That was insane. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. And I remember that day because I was like nervous because we were going for a specific, I think it was like Jean Harlow, like like someone. Mm-hmm. And we were, and you know, that's in his very long hair. Yeah. So I was like, oh, how am I going to like do it and put it up and all the things? And, you know, at the same time that once you put the dress on and you have to do the finishing touches, it's like you don't want to step on the dress. So you're like. Right. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> trying to put the pins in. But yeah. And then, you know, when you see the photograph, you're like. Wow. It was, was it great. was stunning. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was fun. All right. That's a good one. Uh, do you have a favorite place that you've traveled for work? You've traveled a lot. Anything yeah. stick out to you as anything um, better probably, than the rest? You know what? Probably <laughs> when I had to go to the um, to the Amfar event with Alessandra and Laïs. Okay. For Cannes. For Cannes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Milan her, which is her publicist, I don't think he was able to go or something. So I basically played publicist as well. Right. And then I got, you know, I had to go to the dinner, which I've never really been to one of those. So it was kind of like do hair for both of them and then go to the dinner. Right. And it was, it was fun. Was it like black tie? Like, it was just yeah. very, you know, it was like, there's just, it was interesting. Very fabulous. The right? way that they had us at the table and where they sat the girls and who they sat the girls next to. Mm-hmm. And then there was me. Right. And then, <laughs> which I think there might not have been a chair for me. Right. And Allie was like, he's sitting here with me. Yeah. And then Earth, Wind and Fire started their performance. Everybody sat down and yeah. her and I were like standing at the second table from the stage. And I was just kind of like, Alessandra, it's fine. Like, I will go back to And she's like, no, 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 you're sitting here. They brought the chair, brought the thing. Yeah. And then there was this, I was sitting next to this guy who was single, I guess, mm-hmm. had a lot of money. I think he might've been American, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then- the the guy who ran the Amfar or whatever was mm-hmm. just kind of like, no, I wanted Alessandra. Anyway, long story they short. They were mad that you were sitting there. So the long story yeah. short is I made the guy. Well, I didn't make the guy. Mm-hmm. I kind of pushed him along uh-huh. during like, because they do silent auctions and stuff. And so then I started talking to him. And I was like, oh, you're out here? Do you have a boat? He's like, no, I don't have a boat. The first auction was like a boat that comes up, like this cute little boat. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, you need a, you you need a boat. Phone. You need a boat. Three million dollars later. <laughs> Three million dollars later. Yeah. He got, he auctioned, he bought the boat. Yeah. Then this guitar came with, you know, a signature of uh, Mick Jagger. And Holly just got her house and she's like, oh, I love that guitar. I was like, oh, you need to get that <laughs> You need to get that guitar for Alison. Yeah. And I think he like... Two million dollars sure. later. Yeah. So okay. luckily, I was sitting there and I, I helped raise. So you helped raise money. Yeah. You basically like five million dollars. Yeah. Well, nice. Yeah. I feel like that's a skill I need to somehow yeah. utilize mean, that you're good at. Who? <laughs> was like so. Far, but I think we were a couple of tequilas in too. So it was like. Yeah. Sure. Oh, that's yeah. quite a story. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> yeah. Story. Yeah. You yeah. never know what you'll get here yeah. Yeah. on Age and Beauty. Yeah. Uh, well, and then my final question is: Do you have a you know, memorable pinch me or starstruck moment. Have you ever got to meet anyone that was working with like, Naomi? Naomi. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What oh, was you know that? what? All what those girls. It was Naomi Campbell, Daniela Pasanova, um, yeah. Natalia Von, Von. Oh God, I never can pronounce her last name. Um, and I'm well, not going to try to help. Yeah, it's okay. And um, and just all the girls from Victoria's Secret. I think like just being on that job was like pinch me moments right. like when I first started yeah before you get into the before you're jaded before you're old and tired yes <laughs> I, I would have been asking to pinch me but for a different reason yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would have been like <laughs> why don't you slap me yeah. slap me slap me yeah um, but I think it was like Naomi like walking into the room and 
and working with Neil. Oh, and Linda Vangelista. When I walked into her apartment and saw Linda, like that was my... Right. Holy know. grail. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I love it because I just feel like, you know... those girls are like, those are... Even the way they sit, it's like the posture, everything. It's a different everything. breed of person. It's a different breed of person. Yeah. Yeah. I just love to hear it from everybody because I feel like it's so important to, you know, remember where we came from yeah. too. And yeah. like, there was a time when that was so exciting. Yeah. I, I, I love those stories. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think, I think we're going to wrap it up. Oh so, no. I know. Wait, Do we you know? have another question? Yeah. One more. What more is questions? a hypotenuse? Yeah. <laughs> no. That's a big word. <laughs> <laughs> it has been an absolute pleasure. Thanks. We will I hope certainly, to do it again. yeah, we'll have you back next yes. time you're in town. Yeah. So you're welcome anytime. Yeah. So always a pleasure. All right. Thank you. And we, we will go ahead and wrap. Thanks guys. There it is, our interview with hairstylist Dominic Pucciarello. Loved it. Thank you, Dom, so much for coming on the show. That wraps it up for us yes. for 2023. For thank, this year. Thank you again to everyone that's been supportive and been listening. We have a ton of amazing interviews and content coming for you guys in right. 2024. So yes. stay tuned. Make sure to follow us on at agent underscore beauty on Instagram. And um, like, download all of the stuff, Apple, Spotify. Um, all right. Remember, agentbeauty.com, and don't drink too much the, this new year. <laughs> all right. We'll see you all guys right. all. Forget it. Just drink all you can. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. 2024. Again, on.